Hey, my loves. Hey, Divine Feminines, Divine Masculine. So, um, I decided to come back in and do this thumbnail to talk about this thumbnail. It is motivational. It is uplifting. And I would like to see us move, continue to move in this direction. So, stay tuned. And um, y'all have to know, I love y'all so much. And this is so important to me that Y'all, I've been snacking lately, like little light snacks here and there, and I really want to go grab something, but I made myself say, no, I'm going to deal with this right now. So, for those of you who heard my other podcast about the evictions um, that and how it's affecting Black women, I already addressed it there, but I wanted to make sure I had a visual for you, so you're welcome to listen to the rest of this, um, and, and so, but... It can sound a little bit repetitive if you've heard my podcast on the how um, black women are affected by the eviction rates. So, as you can see on the thumbnail here, you can see that um, they are looking at the child poverty rates from 2018, 2019, and 2020. And you can see that for black children, we have the highest across the board. I'm going to work through the rest of the demographics and then come back to black children. And I hope that you see the same glimmer of hope that I do. Okay, so um, black children, we have the highest poverty rates in our community, right? Um, <clears throat> one other thing you have to kind of keep in mind is, you know, I wonder to what degree interracial or biracial children are playing a role um, in, in these numbers. But um, here we see for Latino children between 2018 and 2020 that they've had an increase in child poverty rates. What's interesting with the Latino children is that in 2019, it took a little bit of a dip and actually a pretty good dip went from 25 to 23 percent and then almost doubled right back up to 27.3 percent in 2020. Right. So um, made it like one step forward and two steps back type of a thing for white children. Um, it has continued to increase over time. A little tiny drop from point to nine point two percent in 2019 uh, dropped down to nine point one in 2020, um, but still kind of in that same realm. Um, but. White children still have the least poverty rates of any race and ethnicity. Um, and then Asian children went up from 8.6% in 2018, 92 in 2019, and went up 0.1% in 2020. Here's what we see when we look at black children. We are sky high, right? Um... 32% in 2018. But um, we also coincidentally experienced a dip in 2019 from 32% to 26%. So I'm not sure what all happened between 2018 and 2019. But that is a significance of 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. Seven point drop, Right a way more significant drop than what we saw with Latino children. Now, we also um, 
we went, and so 2020, it went back up a little bit to 29.2%, right? But even when you look at, uh, let's see, so even with Latino children, even though they had a little bit of a dip, they surpassed it and were actually having higher poverty rates than they did in 2018. For black children, we're still coming in at a lower poverty rate than we were in 2018. So here's how this translates to me. I think that, you know, our numbers are decreasing. Yeah, we're still high. We're still high. You know, we're still leading, um, you know, black children, and then it's Latino, and then Asian, and then white, right? But the decrease tells me that we're making better choices, right? We're paying attention. We're having those important conversations. I think that even at the time I'm recording this in 2022, um, I would be interested to see the stats. Um, This is coming from Child Trends. I almost wonder if I can pull up some of the data myself. Um, Childtrends.org. So they have all of this, these interesting um, data. Ooh, y'all, I'm low-key a little bit of a nerd. So <laughs> ah, this is interesting to me. Okay, if you type, if you click on research, they have all of these publications on racial equity, COVID, health, Hispanic Institute, families and parenting, um, Latino, Latinx families' strength and resilience contribute to their well-being. Rural and urban women have differing sexual and reproductive health experiences. Um, Lessons from a historic decline in child poverty. Let's click on that one real quick. And let's see what, just real quick, um, because we are talking a little bit about child poverty. Mm, I'm not going to drag you through reading all of this but this would be an interesting study and also I would have to come in and okay so they have chapters like chapter 2 I was hoping to see something a little bit more um, I don't want to say palatable or just a chart but let me just end it with this you know um, that study ended in 2020, not ended, but it's only showing stats for 2020. And, um, I just want to encourage us. I know that there's a lot of, sometimes we can beat each other up. I think even from women to women, I think even subconsciously, I, I probably could even come across like I'm stepping on other, um, black women, which is exactly the opposite of what I want to happen. But, um, this is good news. Yeah, we're still high, um, but let's continue to chip away at it, right? Let's continue to chip at it away at it. And, and, you know, you start to look at all of the factors that contribute to child poverty, right? It could be being more selective in who you have children with um, and looking at the number of children you have and or deciding whether to have children or not, right? Um 
making sure that you are financially stable, that if you do decide to have children, that they're not living in that type of lifestyle. And it's possible that even I think in that mix too, are some women who are finishing their degrees or got their certifications and licensing to where now they're not depending on government assistance. And now they can put food on the table and put clothes on their children's back, right? Even though they're having to do it alone type of a thing. So I I am encouraged by it. I really am. Um, it was interesting when I was recording that podcast to see that and be able to break it down a, a little bit. And so um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. And then I'll, I, I want to keep this under 10 minutes, but it's... It's nice because we're having a lot of the important conversations. And I think that there are so many gems out there, especially for young women, that if you take the time to figure out where the landmines are and how to avoid them, you're going to be so much further ahead and so much happier and live a so much more fulfilling life. And I think that that shows, you know, just when you think of the difference between the conversations we were having in 2018 before the pandemic and going into 2020 and and now um three more years out from that two and three more years out from that so keep your head up don't let that that crown um slip and it's also kind of indicating if if the children are out of poverty then that means mom is out of poverty too and that's a beautiful thing to see so until the next podcast peace